Hey everybody. Hello, hi, welcome. It's time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 214. How are you? Hope you're well. I have an episode for you today. Uh, nothing, like, overly long, I don't think. There's a few things that I want to talk about. Let me grab the... Ooh, don't... I'm going to censor that, because that didn't sound right after I said it. I'm just going to grab these notes quick. <laughs> I uh, There's just minor stuff coming out. Um, Kyle will sometimes add these notes, and he actually... Just, just wrote here, Sonic 3. Uh, hold on. I, this is tradition. Shin, 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 shin. Sonic, Sonic 3, 3 It's coming. Uh, it's going to be here in like 2024. Uh, it looks cool from what they've shown. Um, spoilers for Sonic 2. All you have to do is I'm going to say the word go. Hit the 30 second jump. That's all it's going to be if you don't want spoilers for Sonic 2. Go. All right, so it's confirmed, I guess. It might have been a meme that Christian Bale is going to voice Shadow. I hate that because now he's going to do to Shadow what he did to Batman. That should be about enough time. Pad, 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 and we're back. Yeah, Sonic 3, we're getting the show too. I just, I'm excited to see more of it. It seems cool. It seems interesting and fun and good. Uh, It's also just one of those things where... We don't like this segues into my next topic, but like, how long is this trend going to go on for? Because this trend is going to last for a while of videos, James movies, because Sonic has done so well. Uh, there is a live action Pac-Man movie coming out. Why? <laughs> what story does Paku Paku have to tell? I don't know. I'm not overly excited for this one. I hope it turns out to be a heater just like Sonic is, but who knows? I don't. I know you probably don't either. So let's just let's just see what happens. I don't know. I like what would it like Inky Blinky Pinky Clyde are are beating up Pac-Man as kids and then like they he needs to save them when they get older from like like who's the big bad of Pac-Man? Is there anybody out there? who's a big pack world fan that it's just going to be like that. Like it's rumored that the next Sonic movie is going to really closely follow Sonic adventure two, which please rolling around at the speed of sound. But like that has a story. Pac-Man is just walk a walk a walk So just, I don't know the Mario. We know more about Sonic three than we do the Mario movie. Like we know the cast of the Mario movie and we know like the premise of an idea of what is going to happen for Sonic 3 if you're a Sonic fan. So, yeah. Maybe it'll be good. I hope it'll be good. I hope everything... I hope every video game movie is decent. Because for such a long time, video game movies were like Street Fighter the movie and Super Mario Brothers the movie and Prince of Persia. And Kyle will say that the Assassin's Creed movie was good. I haven't seen it, but I'm willing to bet that it's... A fine movie if it wasn't attached to Assassin's Creed. Same thing with, like, Hitman. Hitman was the same way, but I think Uwe Boll did Hitman. So, like, I don't trust Uwe Boll all that much. He did uh, Postal, too. Either way. Do you guys write at all? It's uh, really therapeutic for you to write. I don't know if you do or not. I I try to tell everybody um, that you should write. Even there was someone that I work with that asked me because 
I think if you listen to this show a handful of times, you'll know that I'm a pretty big advocate for therapy. I think everybody should have somebody to talk to, not just your friends, because your friends have biased opinions and aren't trained in the ways of talking and listening where a therapist is. A therapist is taught, is trained how to understand what you have to say and take it and give it back to you and say, hey, maybe look at it from this perspective. Not you're wrong, you're going to be wrong for the rest of your life, boop, bop, beep, cream. I have a friend who's like that. He's a good guy and I like talking to him, but I'll say something and it's always you're wrong. Always just, nope. So I try not to talk to him about what's on my mind. But what helps me a lot and might help you guys, it's been helping me recently, is writing. Uh, get yourself a little $2 journal from a store the cheap store get yourself a good pen like uh, hold on hold on a sec this isn't this isn't like i i, I just want to talk about this pen for a second because it's it's probably one of the best finds of my entire life um those who know know and those who don't are about to know the pilot g210 this is an 07 uh, which is which is a fine pen but the g210 just kind of flows real real th- heavy like real thick it, it's very very smooth it's my favorite pen like when i say it's my favorite pen like there is no that's no hyperbole that's not me making a meme like i want to be buried with a pilot g210 this pen, i i have on me seven out of ten times a g2 sevens will do tens are the best fives are weird and if you like anything lower than that you're a sociopath but Get yourself a nice pen, get yourself a book, and the thing that you want to stay away from when writing is just chronological, like making your day in a chronological order. That's how I used to do it. Woke up at 7, had breakfast, went to work, got done at work at 3.15, went home, ate something, played videos, James with Kyle, went to bed, writing this now. You don't want to do that. I mean, in my personal opinion, maybe you do. Maybe that's therapeutic for you. I shouldn't say what you should or shouldn't do. But what my writing has devolved into is thoughts and ideas. And it's a lot of like, hey. I mean, I'm not saying hey in there, but like sometimes I'll address the book. Like when I was in France and I was writing, I was writing like, hello, old journal of mine. Like I remember that's how I opened it. But there's a lot. There's a lot of power in putting your thoughts down just because if you kind of do the free writing, there's a free writing exercise where you just write for like 10 minutes straight. Just go. Just, just, and you don't think and you just kind of let the pen do its thing and you let your brain move. And if you're dyslexic and your brain works faster than you can write, you'll skip words, but you'll learn something and you go back and read. That's a big thing is go back and read everything. I like to go back. I like to write my day and then go back a few weeks and read, okay, this is where I was mentally. Oh, I was really, really into this person and I really wanted to be friends with this person or, or, you know, this was a romantic prospect of mine or this is something like this. It's a way to kind of chronicle for lack of a better word because I said don't write in chronological order but it, it's it's a it's a chronicle of your life and I like the idea that I can give this to my kids one day and be like this is where I was when I was your age might not mean anything to you but it means everything to me because this was my life and there's I have short stories written in my book I have little poems the other day I thought of something and it was just I'll share it with you guys I said there's nothing sadder than someone getting hurt while playing pretend I don't know where that came from. It could have been a mixture of the podcast or song I was listening to or the, what I was doing currently, but it's just something that popped into my head and I have it in my journal. Sketch ideas, jokes, the beginning of jokes, premises for things. Like I just write things down. Like um, 
one that I'm really proud of, actually. I'll write song lyrics. I have two books, two journals. One of them is just my thoughts and ideas, and the other one is song lyrics for when the time comes where I'm sad enough to make music. And one of them I wrote was, uh, I'm not Jewish, but the pickle's kosher. Didn't have a rhyme for it. I just thought it was just a fun way to say I got good dick. <laughs> but I think that just having a platform as small as it may be or as large as it may be, we should be taking care of each other. We should be looking out for each other. And if it's something as small as, hey, maybe write down your feelings for the day. Write down what you're thinking about. Even if it's just, you know, like I wanna I wanna find a new job. I wanna make more friends. I wanna go out and be more social. I wanna move. I wanna try something new. I wanna start a podcast. There was actually, I should try to find it. I left it back home and I really hope my mom didn't throw it out. There's a cassette. No, I have the cassette. I'm pretty sure I have the cassette. So before I started journaling, and I've done it off and on for swaths of time, there is a cassette tape. Let me go see if I can find it. Hold on. All right. So I found three things. In my cassette collection, I have one tape just called The Boogans. And I don't know what's on here exactly. That's going to get green screened out. <laughs> Whatever the background is, is going to be the book. That's cool. Um, this, I'm not sure what's on here. This might have been samples for a project I was working on. So I don't. I don't know. I don't have a track list. It's just the boogans and a tape. I, it's not even like a Maxel tape. Or no, it is a Maxel tape. But it's like a shitty one. It's not branded. I don't even know where I got this. Then I have another one that's called Random Recordings 42116. And it's my brother and I. And then another one on 42816 of Me in a Turkey Hill. And I think this tape... In my hand, actually, I don't know if we ever told the story of we let you out of the basement for an hour when Olive was on the show, but this might have the recording of we let you out of the basement for an hour on it. It might, because we were just, uh, geez, how do I say this? We were doing things that were less than legal and then going to Turkey Hill or a gas station if you're not from the East Coast or a loaf and jugs they have out here, which is such a dumb name. And I was just recording things. I guess there's only two recordings. There might be more on here. But this one, which is the one that I'm referencing, I don't have anything written on here. I don't know what's on here. But it's called Captain's Log. And this is before I knew about like that Chris Chan, Captain's Log. When he would like chronicle his shit. This doesn't even deserve a Captain's Log. This is dead serious. She's going to jail. Or she's going to jail for longer, I should say. Anyway. This on here has, and I should freely find it. I might have the tape deck in my in my living room. There's me on there going, Olive and I are going to start a podcast. And I have a really good feeling about it. Maybe that's how I'll in intro the, fi the five-year anniversary of Atomic Radio Hour with that, with that little snippet. Because I can do it. I mean, uh, you know, you could do anything. Because I'm pretty sure I have a tape deck. And if I don't, I could buy one for $10 and just convert it because i could just hook it up to my sp404 and then put it on my computational device through my my focus right god troubleshooting things out loud while i'm recording something is so much fun when i know i'm not going to edit it out but before i was writing i was recording into that and i kind of want to hear where i'm at 2016 2017 2018 i want to hear where i am mentally i want to hear what's on there like in a big bad way actually 
now that I'm saying this out loud, maybe one day I'll just sit down. It could be five minutes of recording. It could be 30. I have no clue. But you should you should get your ideas and your thoughts out there, even if it's just thought exercise, even if you go to like a like a big box store and get one of those like, here's 30 writing prompts. And even if you write four sentences for each one, it's still something that gets your brain active. And I get it. Not everybody's a writer. Not everybody has that in them, that uh, pang of creativity. Like lately I've been thinking about getting into painting. I have no painting. I can't paint. I have same face syndrome. Everybody looks the same when I draw them. Like I'm not good at it, but like, it's just something else to waste time on. I'm thinking about getting back into making music. Like I said, I have my other book for writing stuff. I have maybe a quarter of one song, an eighth of another song. I'm like a dispensary for shitty music. Like I have a couple of lines here, a couple of lines there and just... It's nice to, to, it's also the challenge too. Like if you're not a writer, but you say, all right, I got to write, I got to write a page a day, or I got to write half a page a day or a quarter page a day is a challenge for yourself. And you might not complete the challenge, but just doing it is good for the mental. And I talked to my one friend about going to the gym and I say, I run a little bit. I don't really lift. And she lifts. And I didn't want to sound like a pretentious asshole when I said it, but I was like, I'd rather this. Pointing to my head, like, I'd rather that be the strong part about me than my body. Just because, like, I know how pretentious that sounds. But, like, just because I'd rather be in a wheelchair and mentally strong than to be a big buff man and be a dumb idiot. But that's just me. Welcome to the show. Again, my name is Vince. Uh, I want to just jump into this lore. It's a fun one today. Uh, Before I get into the lore, I have to thank the Patreon Because of you guys, I can continue to do all this fun stuff that we have for you here. Don't forget, I feel like I should be plugging this more. There's a tier on the Patreon that you can listen to these episodes live. Uh, It's 10 bucks a month. And that's four episodes a month minimum that you can listen to these get recorded live. There's a chat that I have in the Discord. There's a special tier just for you guys. So if you want... It's a couple bucks a month and you get to listen live. It's I record about eight o'clock mountain standard time. Sometimes Kyle's here, sometimes not. Um, again, I haven't heard from him in a while, but thank you to the Patreon. We're not like fighting with each other. He's just, like I said, he's been moving around Neo-Vietnam. So it's not like, you know, it's a thing. Anyway, comma, we have to thank some people. Starting from the top, we have to thank the OG Noah. Thank you, Noah. After Noah, we have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny, we have to thank Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And last, but certainly not least, we have to thank TP. Thank you, TP. Because of you guys, because of your kindness and your love and your support, I can continue to do this. But now we have to get on to this week's lore. I don't know what happened to my water. So every week I ask a question in the Discord Again, join the Discord. I ask a question every week and I say, hey, tell me something, whatever. I'll ask a question. Whoever gets the question right picks lore. Now, this week I asked, just somebody pick something and I'll I'll pick something. Like somebody say a piece of lore from Fallout and I will do whatever that piece of lore is. And it came down to two of them that I really, really liked. One of them was the Gamoras. Uh... The casino, right? The casino and hotel, the Gomorrah. 
And I really want to do that one because I know they're the most underdeveloped and like no matter what you do with them at the end of the game, it doesn't matter because uh, they're super underdeveloped. And the other one was Moriarty Saloon in Fallout 3. And I really wanted to do both. So maybe I'll do the other one next week. Maybe. If I forget to ask a question, which is very likely because I do it all the time. Because ADHD, baby girl. Uh, so I flipped a coin. I did what everyone does in a, in a, in a threatening situation. Flipped a coin. Heads was Moriarty Saloon at the time. And Tails was the Gamora. And the Omeritas would have been brought up. So it would have been like, kind of like a twofer. This one's kind of like a twofer. So it fit, right? Uh, Tom Flood suggested the Gamora and Red Conquer suggested Moriarty Moriarty Saloon. And the one that won it was Moriarty Saloon. So if you'd like to hear any lore, and I mean any lore whatsoever, make sure you're in the Discord because once a week I will ask a question and the first person to get the question right or says something that just tickles my fancy picks lore for the week. And this week's lore by way of Red Conquer in the Discord is all about Moriarty and his saloon a very, very little bit. Now, I only say a little, little bit for the saloon because all it says on there is that it was established in 2230 by, by Moriarty's grandfather. That's really it. It doesn't say much more. So I said, you know what? I'll just do it on Moriarty. So Moriarty, by the time of 2277, is a 50-year-old man who has lived in Megaton pretty much his entire life. And that comes by way of Herbert Daring Dashwood. He Herbert's been all over the place. He's probably been to Megaton a number of times, even though he's an honorary ghoul who lives in Tenpenny Tower. He all, Herbert Daring Dashwood also claims that Colin Moriarty came here to the U.S. or the former U.S. when he was a child. So sometime during childhood, because he does have that thick Irish accent. Now, his father founded... Uh, Moriarty Saloon and trade routes. And that's kind of how he made all of his money. He made it where it was a safe route. People knew you could come and go there from Megaton to places elsewhere in the capital wasteland. And in the unofficial guide, it says that his father was killed during a raider attack in 2241. Now there's some discrepancies with the official guide. I consider the guides to be canon personally. Because there's little things in there that just feel like world building for the sake of world building. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. But when it's something like Moriarty got his wealth because his dad was assassinated in 2241 when he was 14. And if it's not in the game, where else is it going to be but in the book? So there are things that are so inconsequential that like it makes sense to me that it would be canon. So I consider it canon. Now, his father is assassinated. He's killed during this attack during uh, in, in 2241. And Moriarty instantly, his like, first thing, he gets all of his dad's money, he gets all of his dad's land, and he goes, instantly what we're going to do is we're going to put a wall up around Megaton, which is taken from a nearby airport. But because of this, people kind of look to him as a leader. And I get into this a little bit more later, because Megaton doesn't really have a leader. There's Moriarty who controls the money and the booze and the prostitutes and the chems. And then there's Lucas Sims, who's a representation of what order is. Being a bar, the number, the, the three biggest things that he deals in, I'm sorry, the four biggest things that he deals in is booze, chems, prostitutes, and most importantly, rumors. Nova, the 
Hoer, sorry, the prostitute who's there, uh, direct quote says, he sells information so much you'd think the bar was just a hobby. Kind of like uh, there's an episode of Cheers, which, by the way, if you haven't seen Cheers, it slaps. Only watch up until about Coach dies and then you can stop watching, but it's really good. Spoilers for Cheers, if that's a thing, for a th- almost 40-year-old show. There's a scene in Cheers where Sam Malone is like, Ted Danson's like, someone's at the bar telling an interesting story. And he's like, you don't tell me? Like, that's half the fun of having a bar is hearing the interesting stories. So because he's the number one place of commerce inside of Megaton, he hears all sorts of stories from all over the place. It's a big reason why he knows who your dad is. So Moriarty, like I was saying prior, Moriarty claims that Lucas Sims is an illusion, a facade, if you will, of what order is. He believes that he's the only sort of law in that town because he controls the money. And a lot of people in town believe this as well. They look to Moriarty as some sort of a bastion of hope in a weird, like dystopian, capitalistic way. They see him as like, well, you know, he brings he brings caravans here. He brings people here. We need to listen to him. Now, Lucas Sims is aware of this to an extent. He understands that he is the physical representation of what law, order, and justice is and should be. But he knows that people will tend to side with Moriarty because he has money. Now, Moriarty's number one competition inside of Megaton is the Brass Lantern. And because of this, he he does not like Andy Stahl. I actually don't have it written down in the notes here, but he claims to piss in Andy Stahl still. Why? Just make a better product. Don't, don't piss in somebody's cereal. Now, all this being said, if you can't already tell from the way I talk about Moriarty and what I've said, he's lower than scum, like lower than scum whatsoever. Uh, he bought Gob the Ghoul. Hey, Baba Goop. He bought the man who works in his bar, Gob, from slavers. So he's working for him for pretty much free, right? He might give him a couple caps here and there, but he's working for him. He probably doesn't pay him shit. He makes his slave, Gob, pay for room and board, and he is to reimburse Moriarty for the caps that Moriarty spent to purchase him. You're awful. You're the worst. You're the worst human imaginable. Moriarty also thinks that the good fight is a pipe dream. He thinks that it's silly and it's a waste of time and that uh, you shouldn't care about it. And the only thing you should do is go to Megaton and never leave and buy from his store. He's exactly what is wrong with the old world in these games personified. And what's really cool is that he actually knew the Lone Wander, James, the Lone Wander's father, and Star Paladin Cross when the Lone Wander was a baby because when they left Project Purity and made their way over to uh, Megaton, I'm sorry, when they made their way over to Vault 101 during that pilgrimage, you as a baby stood in one of his rooms, which I think is super neat. Now, I get all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.com. I pretty much have the the main majority of it down. There's a couple things that I just wanted to read real quick off the wiki. He's involved in a handful of quests. Some fun stuff. Uh, If by any means the Lone Wanderer is wearing Lucas Sims' Sheriff's Duster inside the saloon, Moriarty will state, who do you think you are wearing that badge in here? Which, now that I think about it, could be you think you have some sort of authority, but part of me kind of read that as like, you know, you have no right to wear that man's uniform. 
you have no right to wear that man's uniform. That man was a hero. Like, I took it as Moriarty had some sort of a respect for Lucas Sims. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it. Maybe I'm not. Who knows? But I do really like that line of dialogue. I wish his, his, I wish he was a little, like I say, for every entry in Fallout 3, I wish there was a little more for him to go off of. Either way, he's a neat character, a real piece of shit, and an awful, awful human. But that, my friends, is in fact lore. Hope you guys are well. Summer's almost over, which is fun for me because I prefer the fall. I prefer the cold weather. I have a lot of plans for the end of this year. I have some plans for Atomic Radio Hour. Um, some stuff. I said at the beginning of the year that I really wanted to go easier on myself. I was holding myself to too high of a standard and was just kind of hard on myself too much about what I was doing. And I think that's a thing. I don't consider myself a perfectionist, but I don't consider myself not a perfectionist. When I want something done, I want it done. And I don't want it done half-assedly, if that's even a word. I want it done right. And it's been a process, a learning process for me to kind of take everything back a few steps and reteach myself how to, how to be patient with myself, really. And I hope that you guys can do the same thing. I hope you guys can have that sense of clarity. I hope you guys have someone to speak to. That's why I always say join the Discord. I hope that I hope that you guys are learning things. Like, I think that's the, like, I hated school, but I love to learn, which I think is so funny. Like, there's, there's, this is also that time of year for me. Like, it's either now or it's in October. And it's probably going to be both, to be completely honest with you. Where it's just like, things start to slow down. But they feel like they're speeding up at the same time. If that makes any sense whatsoever, it kind of makes sense to me. But just, you know, like these are these times that are, I, I hate the term it gets, I hate the saying it gets better because it doesn't. You just learn how to deal with things better. And it might seem like right now sucks. It might, it probably does. But it, you get over it because you learn how to deal with it better. So I just hope you guys are well. Join the Discord. Seriously, if you want to talk about anything, join the Discord. There's a lot of people in there that are good folks. And I'm sure that they'll be happy to listen. I mean, I'm not going to talk for anybody, but I'm sure there's at least one or two of those fellas in there that would like to hear something. But that's really all I have for you guys today. My name's been Vince. There's links to my Twitter, the show's Twitter, and Kyle in the description below. Again, join the Discord. It's a time and a half. If you like your intro music, it's by Shane Ivers. SilvermanSounds.com slash free music for all of us eaters slash Feather Duster for the intro song. Thank you again to the Patreon for your support. If you'd like to support the show in a smaller... Uh, one-time way you can support it by throwing a couple bucks to us on the Redbubble and buying a design that me or the previous host had made. Socials below, timestamps below. You can get us anywhere you can get a podcast. That's everything I have for you this week, my friends. I love you very, very much, and I will see you next week. Bye. Atomic Radio Hour. Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.